grab a six or a cold ones, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Yeah, you want to do the podcast we came here to do? I'm I'm 50-50 <coughs> on that right now. I mean, I, I, could just, I could just riff. I mean, I feel like... I feel like it's maybe been a long time since since you and I were uh, both actually just done with the day, uh, being able to sit down and do the podcast and kind of be relaxed. It's been a bit for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, let, let's talk about football though, because um, <clears throat> it was a really first of all, it was a really fun week of football. Um, you had some quality football. Um, Sunday. I mean, you you had the Bills um, losing to the Vikings. You had the the Packer Dallas game, and wow. you had then you had the Monday night game, um, which saw the Eagles get upset. Yeah, yeah. Literally uh, watched none of those, so it was so surprising to me to hear all of those things. You had some big name players get injured. Um, uh, you've got some real. I, I think right now, as far as storylines go. Um, I feel like some things are getting locked in right now for the playoff run. I feel I kind of wanted to go today if you're up for the road trip still. And I and I have an idea, by the way. What if I run the gas and the brake and you take the wheel? Sure. Okay. You know? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Um, that'll leave uh, that'll leave my brain uh, some CPU yeah. left to then uh, I can use one arm for drinks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, think, I, think this I will need you here with me, not way over in a bucket seat, mm. um, but we can make it work. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to just kind of, you want to just hit the road? You want to just go for it? Yeah, I got two. Fuck, I'm double fisted. Let's yeah, me too. Let, me too. Let's get in. Uh, let's get yeah. into traffic, huh? Yeah. Well, why not? Woo. Hard left. Hard left. Oh, where do I want to go to? I don't know. I was to say, I don't even know where to start here. Um, well, I, I, wow. I, I kind of wanted to go running backs. Um, but then I kind of, but you know, then I kind of was like, you know what? It is, we are going into what? I think we're going into week 11. Yeah. Yeah. Going to 11. 11, 12. We got four fantasy football games left until the playoffs start. Um, I think. I think I want to just kind of run through the teams real quick and just say, is there anything new um, going into the next four weeks? Yeah. Like, has anything changed? Is there any players? Because there is this time of year where you've got this window right now where actually last year a lot of things changed for just a few players, and some really solid players became stars out of nowhere. Um, Rashad Penny comes to mind. Mm, True. Uh, Devin Singletary ended the year in crazy fashion last year. Um, Jalen Hurts became very relevant. Um, yeah, so I kind of just thought, like, some of these teams, there's nothing new really to talk about. So I thought we'd just go through and be like, actually, that's the same as it's been. And uh, this next team, like, hey, this is an interesting development, and I think it's going to be staying that way or changing in the next four weeks. Fuck. Since what I said doesn't make any sense, let me uh, let's switch it around. How about I'll take the wheel, you get the gas and brakes. That'd be better. Then I really yeah. can just have both hands to yeah. hold these drinks. And you just stop <clears throat> if I'm just like way too far off. All right. 
right. All right. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to start in the NFC South, and I'm going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I feel like there's two things that are changing there. I feel like Rashad White is now the guy in Tampa. That's starting to look like the case, yeah. Um, so has kind of the makings of maybe one of those guys, like one of those guys that going into the playoffs all of a sudden starts getting 100 yards or a touchdown every week and becomes a flex player for you. Um, also think that Leonard Fournette's value is probably done. Yeah. Right? Like, <clears throat> like I think we saw the end of, of him being a starter in the NFL last week. Like, that trip to Tampa Bay was his big comeback. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a second big comeback coming. I don't. Um, um, I think Brady will be the same as he is here. Mike Evans. I think Chris Godwin's getting a little bit healthier with his knee. Um, but outside that, I really think the story in Tampa Bay is the running game and that Rashad White becomes a player that all of a sudden holds uh, value that he hasn't before. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of unsolicited trade offers for Mike Evans. He's yeah. a guy people are looking at to make the stretch run in these mm-hmm. uh, in these leagues if they're going to the playoffs. Yep. But uh, I do not have him on the block, so, uh, so I, I unceremoniously yeah. dismiss those offers. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Saints. Honestly, if I'm if I'm making a playoff run right now, I I I don't want any Saints. No, I actually picked up Andy Dalton in one league just so nobody else could. <laughs> wow. I th- I th- like, I showed them. Yeah, I get Wow. Bold move, Ryan. Yeah. Bold move. Yeah. You, you beat everyone to the Dalton room. I hope you put in all your fob on that pickup. <laughs> exactly I'm in zero. $83, Dalton. I just want him. Uh, just, if anything, I, is that a dynasty? It's that Flea Flicker League. Oh, the Flea Flicker. A 12-man dynasty with squad, full PPR, and 1.5 for tight end. Founded by Randy in 2020. Yeah, that probably did yeah. cost you 83. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, who do you, who do you, there's uh, nobody on the wire. No, I, I didn't realize it was that league. That's, 83 would be cheap for a quarterback. Kamara is a, uh, just not a steady guy this year just because the offense isn't, doesn't move the ball very well. The Taysom Hill magic's worn off. Uh, Chris Olave in a dynasty, I absolutely love the guy, but he's, you know, he's not getting what he did early in the season. Uh, Jameis Winston, <clears throat> as much as he will lose a game, he will feed a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And any other thoughts on the Saints? I'm like I said, I'm I'm staying away from the Saints if I'm making any kind of playoff push. No, Kamara, kind of the same deal as that Mike Evans camp. He's a guy yeah. some people are looking at to make that playoff push because with Dalton there, he does seem to be getting some good receptions mm-hmm. and some good workload uh, because I think Dalton realizes that outside of Olave, that's his only weapon. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess right. I, I shouldn't I should clarify when you can't sit Kamara, but oh, not, no. not a no, guy no. I would go out and get because you pay too much for something that's not guaranteed. This is the guy people are looking at for the playoff push. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Panthers. Going back to pickle peppers. Uh, going back to Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, okay, so we can stop talking about everyone in the Panthers except Dante Foreman. Agreed? 
Oh, I don't know. You, you. That's one of the other things I forgot to mention on our first uh, show back. During that off period between our, our episodes, I actually managed to get 80% own share in LaVisca Chenault. Mm. So, and last week, they, they had a long handoff. I think he's like a 41-yard run or something stupid. Uh, Mayfield will come in and ruin everything. Well, I'm just going to say, if if you're talking about Mayfield and you're talking about Chenault, you are also, like me, probably in last place. So I, I did not want – I didn't even want to say it. No, uh, it's – I tell you, that's, that's where the math works on that okay. one. Because, because, you know, there's a LaViscus Chenault, which we've talked about on the show, but then you can get real dangerous and have a Mayfield LaViscus Chenault, and that can, that can ruin lives. Yeah. Um, so Caroline, like obviously Dante Foreman's the running back. To he's own the there. only. Yeah, he's you, the only thing. Of you kind of got to start him all week. Um, Atlanta. <laughs> I feel like the fun story just ended with Atlanta. Like, like you know, Drake London, but you don't feel great about starting him because he's up and down. And Marcus Mariota's been cool sometimes, but he's no Geno Smith. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts is a letdown. Um, I mean, yeah. he's, he's not terrible, but like he's just a letdown for wh- whatever capital you paid for him in redraft or dynasty. Oh, because you had to overpay for him yeah, this you last had to. year. You had to. And, um, you know, that running backfield is you can't start any of them right now because they all just hurt each other's value entirely. So yes. it, if if you're in the playoffs, you probably shouldn't be starting any length felt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go to the south on the other side. Let's go to the Texans. Um, I think we can do – I feel like you can do this exact same thing with the Texans. You can do it with the Panthers. Yeah. Damian Pierce, no one else you should be starting right now. Yeah, maybe you got a Cooks, but you probably aren't feeling real great about that. I own Cooks in the league, and you absolutely cannot start him. No, I think I took him in a Mega Bowl uh, because I thought he'd have another solid year. Yeah. And uh, maybe that's something we'll circle back to after we get through our road trip and uh, yeah. settle up and uh, talk about the Mega Bowl a little bit. Yeah, that's that's been doing well for me. Um, the Colts, you know, I was about to write everyone off, and then Jeff Saturday came in like we always knew he would. Absolute genius. Yeah, like we yeah. said on the podcast. He's right. right. We were gotta... like, two two things you can count on, Geno Smith. And Mike Saturday being stars this year. <laughs> Mike, I, huh? he's, yeah. I called him Mike, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you mic'd him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Mike Sunday. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> next time I make a Madden franchise, that's going to be my coach, Mike Sunday. <laughs> mm hmm. So, Mike Sunday. Um, we I mean, I, he's that that'll be a fun story. But um, is it really, is it really just as simple as put the veteran back in and then hand the fucking ball to the running back, let him go forward? It it feels like that's helpful. It also helps to play the Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll Fair. see you next week. Michael Pittman became back into relevance where like he was a, but I still don't I don't love him like I did before the year started. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's better. But, you know, he's he's not top five Jonathan Taylor like he should be this year. So you got to start Jonathan Taylor. you got to start Michael Pittman. I don't start anyone else if I'm in the playoffs. 
even in that uh, league we have with elevated tight end receptions, yeah. I finally I finally had to cut loose yep. uh, Mo yes. Alley Cox. Yeah, well, yeah. You know how uh, everybody loves Cox. Mm. Cox? What's so big about Cox? I hate Cox. I wouldn't touch Cox with a 10-inch pole. For some people, it's hard to get up on Cox. Yeah, no. Yeah. I had to clear room for Andy Dalton, so. <laughs> well, well, that's no different. The Jaguars. Uh, Christian Kirk's become relevant again. Uh, Travis Etienne is relevant, and Evan Ingram's relevant. So uh, Yeah, can't get a are... sack of fucking stale donuts for him in a trade offer, but you no. can plug him in as a streamer in your flex. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with starting all three of those players. Um, no one else. I'm not. You can't be starting Trevor Lawrence no, or any, anyone else in that league. So those are the three guys I'm down. starting. I don't see anything changing that year. Um, you know, I guess I should say on a lot of these teams, I don't. See, I, I haven't seen it yet on any of these rosters, so I would say it if I had, but I don't see any situation where if a starter like running back gets hurt, the guy behind him becomes a star. I don't see right. that yet. But I think I, I think the next team I would talk about actually um, could 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 be that, uh, and um, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that's actually something I wanted to mention to you too. Is uh, when you're taking a flyer on a backup running back like that, um, like we talked about, I had you know a cornucopia of shit. Uh, I'll put it this way: the backup in. Uh, in Tennessee has a larger own share in dynasty leagues, but he has a smaller percentage of starts than Huntley in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, he's getting nothing for touches, but if Henry goes down, there's the potential that he gets all the touches. Yes, exactly. And, so who is who would you take? Um, you actually already I took both. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I I feel like Dontrell Hilliard right now is the guy who's getting the the play alongside Henry. But I do believe this is one of the situations that if he if Dontrell if Henry got hurt, Dontrell Hilliard would play his role still, and Hassan right. Haskins would be the guy. That's exactly the the opinion I had at that place. Yep. So I would say if you got room. Uh, and you can sneak in a Hassan Haskins. You may, you because know, this is the time of year where it's like you go out on the wire. You're like, well, I I can you know honestly, especially in the redraft, you could like cut a Brandon Cooks right now and just take a gamble on Haskins because you're never going to start Cooks. Right. Um. Anything else in Tennessee? No. Derrick Henry. That's all I'm starting. Um. I, I believe. Uh. We'll say maybe those one of those tricky players that could end the season strong. Uh. I don't know enough that you would feel good starting him on the regular, but it's possible. Uh, Traylon Burks, just a sneaky little name to put out there. Um, he was a top pick, and uh, he got hurt, and he's back, and it's his first game back, and Ryan Tannehill's back. Uh, the Titans are in a playoff hunt. I do think that um, Traylon Burks is a buy-low stash sort of guy. Did you see what, see what I went and did this week? What'd you do? Oh, you didn't see that on Wednesday morning? Did you grab Traylon Burks? I did not. What did you do? You went all in on Ibi Wakanuka Wuku. I way overpaid for yes, Westbrook Ikeen. 
Yes, you Fuck it, we got how many weeks left? I got almost all my fob. I like I don't give a fuck. I like what's it. what's this fob? Fake money? Take thirty-three dollars and shove them up your virtual ass. I like they it. can Westbrook Ikeen because he's six two, he's like twenty-four, and yeah. I got nothing to fucking lose, brother. No, I love Look. it. Why not? There's nothing there's no one else to pick up in that league. You might as well go for guy that has upside like that yeah we're on a bender and he looks like a big old bottle of quality house that being said if uh if you're starting him you're probably also not in the playoffs um let's i think we've got some so there honestly was not a ton of playoff caliber players in the south i went through the no. afc and the nfc um you know probably of of all those players, I say Derrick Henry and Mike Evans are probably the top guys. That's fair. Yeah, um, but then I think you start to get some more players up here in the. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll head up north there. Um, oh, go to the Ravens. Uh, you know Lamar, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Andrews is coming back. So for all of those who, you know, thought Isaiah likely was going to be the star player for the rest of the year. It, Kind of tried moving him. Yeah, he. Uh, that's kind of. He kind of had that game where Andrews went out and he stepped up, and then he's just been an average tight end since. So Andrews is still the star. Um, that running backfield. I would say if if wow. Gus Edwards wasn't coming back this week, I'd say Kenyon Drake is one of those sneaky guys to that could could be one. I'll put Kenyon Drake in the. Not not quite as good, but possible Rashad Penny category if Gus Edwards wasn't mm. coming back, but he is. And I think what's unfortunate here is Kenyon Drake did enough in those two games without Gus Edwards there. He's going to siphon carries. That now I don't want to start either of them. You know what right. I mean? So really, I only have Lamar and Andrews guys until I see two or three weeks down the road. May I see how those uh, those touches play out? play out but man i i do not feel good going to a place and being like i'm going to count on either kenyon drake or gus edwards you'd have to own both to feel good about that scenario yeah just depending on how each week played out yep um the Bengals are you know quite honestly probably no different from when the year started i mean jamar chase comes True. back he's a must start t higgins is a must start joe mixon's a must start joe burrow's a must start and hayden hurst is a really nice bye week or injury sort of tight end guy to own yeah. Uh, and now we get interesting because Deshaun Watson's about to come back to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, well, I come back. I shouldn't say come back. Yeah, no. No, yeah. that was yeah, not the way to do that. No, he's going to uh, play for the Cleveland Browns. We have no idea what's going to happen there. Um, so, you know, okay, let's, let's take Amari Cooper and Najoku, because those really beside Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, and Najoku are probably the guys you can be playing this year, even in the playoffs. Um, do you does their value go up or down to you with Watson? Well, I think they'd have to go up. I mean, just because that's got to be an improvement over what they're starting. Yeah, it'll be I mean, interesting. Like I, I I agree, but like my question is, what's a year and a half of rust look like for for the next five weeks? Yeah, yeah, you can't simulate NFL speed and mm. <laughs> contact. And, and you not, you can run practice full speed, but without yeah. contact. Talking a year and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so um, 
you know, Nick Chubb is probably the stable guy out of there. I don't know what you're going to get out of Cooper and Njoku. They could get a lot better. They could get worse, to be honest, just for the short term. Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with Cleveland, so. Not me either. Chubb, I would obviously got Chubb. He's a, he's a that's Yeah, player. that's the exception. Yes. He said Njoku was playing well when he was healthy, but uh, who knows how that target share looks now the quarterback's changed. So yep. I, I can't, I mean, said he's got a theoretical bump just from the upgrade behind the center, but. Yep, yep. Um, the Steelers, uh, from from a fantasy football standpoint, I mean, you know, I like what I see with Kenny Pickett. He's taking steps forward. His running game is great. Um, but going into the playoffs, you can't be starting Kenny Pickett. Deontay Johnson and George uh, Pickens will be good down the road. I just don't think in fantasy football playoffs right now you can be starting any Steelers. If Friar Muth is the only guy yeah, yeah, um, I feel comfortable. Yep, I mean, yep. if you've got Najee, you're pretty much guaranteed you're got to start him. Um, you're not feeling great about it. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the sad part is Friar Muth is the most dependable at his position on that roster right now. Talk to a Najee Smith dynasty football owner this week who is. You just, you just, you just changed his name, too? What the fuck's Najee Smith? (laughs) (laughs) You just, yeah, Mike Saturday gave old Najee Smith a call. He's about recruiting him down to the Baltimore Colts. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he plays like he's a Smith. It's just generic. Yeah. Maybe they'll sign him by Smarch. (laughs) Well, I've had too much Schwartz. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Schwarz beer's climbing up on me now. <laughs> Probably not the best thing to wash down straight bourbon. Is that real dark beer? Yeah, no, it's good. I like where we are. This is going to be a seven-hour podcast. <laughs> it um, is. The uh, so I talked to a Najee Harris owner who made better, a deal better, uh, and um, he, he said to me, "He's like, I, I got to be honest. I picked up this Warren guy who backs up Najee." And I'm I'm worried that uh, that he's not going to be the running back by the end of the year. That's fair. And I know you watch the Steelers closely, and um, I heard this comparison on a another fantasy podcast the other day, and I was like, you know what, that's not wrong. But um, Austin Eckler comparison to Warren. Okay, I could see a little bit of that. Just just plays like super hard and. You know, just that little ball of cute muscle, yeah, um, and just plays with this like effort that is clear as clear his explosiveness from the handoff. He makes Najee Harris look so slow. Yeah, the, he as soon as he touches it, he is moving forward at nearly mm-hmm. top speed. It's pretty impressive. So I am going to say. If you can get Warren for cheap or if he's on the wire, I do not hate picking him up because he is one of those guys where the Steelers might be, you know what, why not? Let's yep. see what we got. And and I would say Warren is a guy that I would put on my roster. The way that Pittsburgh is trending, I can completely see Tomlin scaling back Harris's touches big time. Um, and until this last week uh, – Man, Harris didn't look like the better of the two running backs, but this last week he ran with some thunder. There were some 
there were some runs where it, it almost yeah. looked like he was feeling a little threatened for his jab. Good. Needs it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt much better seeing like that man was running with some anger. I was enjoying it. I agree. That was a good game for him. Um, score to the other other Nort. Um, oh yeah, there. God, the the Bears. Um, I have to say this. I don't. Justin Fields. Is, Based on his rushing, yeah, is, you got to. You have to start him, and he is a good running back, uh, and he's for that purpose. He's a really good fantasy quarterback right now, and I don't. And it hurts me um, because <laughs> because he's he's bad at football, but he's good at running. Well, see, that's what I was saying about Jalen Hurts last year, and he's yeah, you know, he proved me. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't like. I mean, he did like I. I picked up Cole Komet in uh, actually in that Mega Bowl, um, two week three weeks ago, and started him. And mm. man, boy howdy, has that been nice for me. Um, so Fields and Cole Komet. Wow, yeah. you have All to. Right. I know, I know. We've we've said it. We've knocked this guy, but you know what? Somebody bought a vowel. <laughs> and uh, I I think what we saw this last two weeks is that Cole Comet has been born. Wow. Yeah. I'll, wow. I'll, I'll I'll say it. It's you can't you can't argue with with. He's. I think he's. Does he have four touchdowns in the last two weeks? It's. Hmm. Yeah, he is he is the go-to target right now for Fields. On the opposite end of the or on the other wide receivers end, Darnell Mooney not consistent enough. You you, you can't drop him, you got to own him especially in oh, dynasty, sure. but you're you cannot be starting him in the playoffs right now. He's not consistent enough and Chase got Claypool, no trade value. Yeah, yeah, none. And Chase Claypool's just going to take uh, some time to develop with Fields. It's not a guy that you can start. Um but the guy that I now love, who I love, who really turned it on this time last year too, David Montgomery. Yeah. Cleo um, <gasps> Herbert just got put on IR. Yeah, saw that man. You know that happened on the last kickoff of the game. Oh, really? They got Cleo Herbert as the kick returner, and he got tackled and busted his hip all up. Oh, that's so, bullshit. I know, like meaningless shit, you know. <laughs> um, so, anyways. That being said, I, I actually own Herbert in many leagues, so kind of a, a blow to my my playoff run in two of the leagues. But um, I do own David Montgomery in one other league, and I was like, all right, let's go. Uh, Montgomery, I think a clear top ten back with Herbert's injury. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I hated him when Herbert was there, but now I'm like, th- this is, th- to me, the, the parallel, and we haven't talked about this team yet, but the parallel between what – David Montgomery is on the field without Khalil Herbert is what Ezekiel Elliott would be without Tony Pollard. <laughs> Where you, okay. like, you don't like you love the other guy, right? Like I'd rather have Herbert be the guy who's healthy and Montgomery be hurt. Right. Just like I'd rather have Pollard be the guy and, and Zeke getting hurt. But if the star backups are hurt, then Elliott and Montgomery are the guys that I really like. The Lions? <laughs> hmm. That backfield, conundrum. That backfield is what is going on with DeAndre Swift? Not sure. Like he's too hurt, 
So they're being careful with him, but then he's not hurt, but they're being careful with him. Um, Jamal Williams is getting carries. Swift is getting carries. He gets touchdowns, but not yards. Um, I own him. He was a high pick for me in a league, and I start him, and I hate it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Name, name too Fair. big to not bench. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Of course, you've got to start, but I think that's it. Like Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift in a pinch right now, if you don't have anyone better. And then Amon Ross St. Brown probably is your third wide receiver. You got anything else on the Lions? No. Yeah. No. Just I don't want I don't want any of that. No, not really. I don't feel good about it. Amon Ross. But that's every team this year, though, honestly. It's like, oh, (laughs) that inconsistent dumpster fire. I don't want any of them. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, how about the Packers? Um, wow. I've got to dig deep and be honest on this because it's fantasy football. It's not my personal opinion. So um, I'm actually all in on Aaron Jones rest of the season. Yeah. He's been the He's one consistent piece. True. He was supposed to cede all these touches to Dylan this year, and it just never happened. God. I have Dylan in a handful of redraft leagues. And yeah, like, because this was supposed to be the year where he took, you know, at least 60-40. Every single waiver <clears throat> Tuesday, I'm looking down my roster, and every time I'm like, it probably should be A.J. Dillon, but I just can't. You can't, no. But, man, you're not starting him. And then for the Packers, like, I, I have a buy-low candidate for you, okay? Alan Lazard. To me, he's a buy-low wide receiver right now for your playoff run. I think this Christian Watson three-touchdown game, not that it won't happen in the future, but I I think it's fluky. But I think you could go to – I think Lazard is still the clear-cut number one target in Green Bay. And I think you could go to an Alan Lazard owner right now and be like, you know, Watson's the dude. (laughs) I'll I'll take this guy off your hand for pennies. Yeah, right. You know, well, he's just a number two now that Watson's clearly established. And uh... I don't think I'd feel comfortable starting Watson until I've seen it twice. Um, but I, I, Shit, I, was, I was start, I was starting him last week. <laughs> yeah, I got that game in flea nice. flicker. That's, that's how awesome. th- that's how fucking thin that league is. Wow, that's pretty awesome, though. That's, I had no nice. option. I couldn't. Yeah. There was no one else to start. That's LaVisca awesome. Chenault had already gone off for me, but he was on my bench. So that's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, so I guess like we have to wait and see with Watson and Jones and Lazard are the only guys I'd feel comfortable starting. But wait, you you left someone out. I did not. But you you did. You you know uh <clears throat> wait, oh, wait a minute. You you didn't hear what I did this week, did you? Oh. Oh, I I I can't believe you did this. And I can't did you see it? it? Oh, I saw. I in fact, not only that, but it, did I look at it before you hit accept and thought, "Oh my God, I think I'd do that." <laughs> I know, right? Like IBM Watson was like, "Yeah, you might as well take Robert Tunyon." <laughs> I can't believe it's like Robert Tunyon. In I did. The guy that offered him to me, legit. Did not know about the whole bit on the show. Yeah. 
it's fantastic. After he sent the offer, I clipped it, sent him the file of me saying, any one of you comes at me with a fucking Robert Tunyon trade offer, I will come to your house. And then I wrote him back and was like, you know what? I, th- I think I'm going to take that deal. Yeah. And he replied with Tokes for Tunyon. So here we go. That's awesome. That's awesome. So good. Um, so you got Tunyon and, uh, you know. Now my team is fixed. My work here is done. You didn't pay anything for him, and I'm glad you didn't because, uh, you know, you might as well. I had but to do it, right? You had to. Oh, yeah. You threw away nothing to get him. Yeah, it was so, so funny. That being said, I still am not Alan Lazard and Aaron Jones are still the only two guys that I am kind of have on a playoff. Um, the Vikings, <laughs> Cook and Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. And if one of you and if a star quarterback got hurt, Kirk Cousins is the perfect backup. Lord. Um Justin Jefferson, amazing game. I mean, kind of guy who can gets hot at the right time of the year. Um, man, that guy could win you some leagues this year. Um, let's go to let's. You want to go? I'm gonna let you decide. I am pretty plowed. I feel like I should go. I feel like I should actually. We're halfway through. It's been a long drive. I feel like I should probably get out and you know. Have have a beer not in the car, <laughs> you know. Just maybe get well, out. my my tokes for Tanyan uh, fogging up the windows on you there a, l- a little bit. So I think I'm gonna step out. I'll be back in about two minutes and uh, and grab a freshie. Maybe just slam a beer and look up at the stars for a bit. Um, kind of fun just to revisit the team as whole so many not questions left you know <laughs> start the season like maybe that guy could be great maybe that rookie will take over maybe that guy will. now you're like well no that was that's all done with no some guy like westbrook ikeen's gonna have one big game and you're gonna drop all your fob because you've you're already eliminated by the batshit crazy injury riddled and uh, completely unpredictable 2022 season yep yep for sure um let's start in the east and i'm gonna go over to the uh randomly go to the washington commanders <laughs> the washington football team yes well done. drink to you football team well done, football team. You are clearly correct in your naming, football team. You guys footballed so hard. So hard. You didn't command much. You commanded no. on Monday, but they hasn't had a lot of commanding. But Tyler, I don't – I'm going to say this one wrong. So I'll just call him Tyler Smith, the new quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the first name wrong too, though. So <laughs> uh, Tyler – is it Tyler? No. It's not? Is it Taylor? No. It's Taylor. No. Yeah. Don't lie to me. I'm 94% it's ta- sure. It's Taylor Heineke. Did I say his last name right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that was good. That Taylor was well, Heineke? That's well funny. I got Heineke right, and I got <laughs> Taylor wrong. I was worried. I was like, I'm going to butcher it, and I got the easy one wrong. All right. Uh, so, old Tyler Heineke. Uh <laughs> 
How is it possible you got worse? <laughs> Old Tyler Hanky. Uh, <laughs> Old Tyler <Italy. laughs> Hanky. Old Tyler Hanky. Uh, he throws it to that to Terry McLaurin fella. Real nice like. Yeah. Uh, his value's gone up. Um, uh, Brian Robinson and Gibson are like, God, if one of them got hurt, like, let, let's say hypothetically, okay, just crazy out there thing. But let, let's say one of those guys got shot, for instance. Mm, yes. Now, Far-fetched. Far-fetched, but I'll, I'll go with you on this. Okay. The other one's value would be pretty high for me right now. So, hmm. um, yes. Yeah, like Gibson started. Did I call him Anthony Gibson? <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope so. I'm so fucking hammered now. <laughs> In my in my head, he's Anthony Gibson. So, so if he were to get hurt, Brian Robinson's value goes way up. Uh, so, the, I guess I'm, what I'm saying is, both those running backs, like right now, are like a flex play, maybe. But one gets hurt, they're a starter for me. But um, that being said, Terry McLaurin right now is the only guy that I'm feeling great about starting off that team. And, and he's a guy of philosophy. I was preaching last week. Yeah. Uh, of talent over situation i was able to pick him up in 40 percent of my dynasties early in the season because he wasn't performing yes. and it's like well yeah but <laughs> it's not because he doesn't have talent so give me your talent at bargain basement price and if a quarterback who's smart enough to throw it to the talented player comes in well then voila i've yep. just uh come into some value for sure smoke to that um, let's go to the Giants. Yeah, at this point in the season, is there anyone besides Saquon Barkley you're like, yes, that's what I want? No. Yeah, so Barkley's your only guy, really, if you're making a playoff run. I have been playing Daniel Jones off and on in a couple of leagues. Uh, obviously, that's been out of necessity. Yeah. He's been pretty good though um especially i said i have five dynasties now i'm playing in nine goddamn leagues so i've got a pretty good idea for what the average quarterback year was this year he's been above that you got you've been starting dj dj (laughs) (laughs) what what the what the fuck you're like you're like a 62 year old substitute teacher. Like Denarius, get over here. My name's Josh. Back talk me, Mister. We're moving on from the Giants. Um, we'll go to the Cowboys. I, I like Deck. I like C. Lamb. I'm okay with Dalton Schultz if you don't have Kelsey or Andrews. And I feel like. We covered the Pollard Elliott backfield. I like Pollard more, even when Elliott's healthy. But if one of those two gets hurt, the other becomes a must start. Word. I, I guess right now with the running back landscape too. Let's be honest. Like if Elliott <laughs> if Elliott's going to start for the Cowboys, you have to start him because his chances of getting like fifty and a touchdown are pretty high. Yeah, and in today's NFL, that eleven points. Oh boy, that's a great floor. If you got that as a floor, mother father. Yes. Tried to do that in the league. Only have 10 floors. 
it's expensive to buy only 10 point floors. Um, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> now, before Godert went down for the year on IR, they'd be another team where I would say, I want, I'll start all the pieces. Um, Hertz, of course, top quarterback, AJ Brown, top wide receiver. Devonta Smith, not a terrible flex if you have to. And Miles Sanders is that 10-point floor. Fair. Um, and, and that's all. Nothing more to talk about the Eagles. It's pretty straightforward. Let's go to the Buffalo Bills. We've got Josh Allen, of course, top. Stefan Diggs, top. A player in his position, you got to start those guys. Gabe Davis has just the opportunity to be a big play guy every week. You got to start him. Uh, Gabe Davis is the kind of guy where it's going to go from like 25 to 5, though. You're gambling with a little bit with Gabe Davis. Um, and then that backfield is poopy. Um, uh, Naeem Himes, that his name? It's not, is it? Yeah, you got it. I is it? You got it. I put I put an M on it. Is it Himes or Hines? No, it's Hines. Oh, uh, yeah. you M'd. Oh I, man, I, 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 I was gonna give you credit until you no, fucking narked yourself no, out. No, I basically basically uh, made his name Hims. Uh, name Hims. <laughs> name Hims. Um, he's there. Singletary's there. Cook is there, and it's the very telling little story hidden story um the arizona cardinals we haven't got to yet cut eno benjamin right and did you see eno benjamin ended up with the texans today i did not see that but if you want to know something really interesting um i believe the bills and the chiefs put a claim in on him okay so that tells me i'm staying f away from starting any of the bills backfield right now if they've got cook's Heinz and and Cooks fuck me Cooks Heinz and Singletary back there and they're still putting a waiver claim in on a running back sizzling hot takes I think I made that story up I think it might have only been the Chiefs that put in the waiver claim I you look son it. of a bitch no you... I, I don't know what the fuck is going on here <laughs> I'm making shit up you should see how I just spelled his name. It's a fucking good thing nobody listens to us. We're going to get in some kind of trouble. I want to see who put in a waiver claim on Eno Benjamin. <laughs> oh, there's a fucking sentence I had pictured that I was going to hear today. Yeah. Uh, Eno Benjamin waiver claims. Is this even going to be an article I can see? <laughs> Google's going to be like, you need help. Stop right there. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's clear this shit up. The Chiefs were okay. New Texans read by Eno Benjamin. I am wrong. I did make it up. You son of a bitch. The Chiefs, Saints, and Seahawks put a claim in on him. Seahawks makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, forget what I said about that. Devin Singletary is a guy that I would start now. Since you're trying to do to my credibility, you son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. Well, down to the other team, the (laughs) Mimlin Jesus Christ. Do you know how football's played? Is this a, like, I'm going to find out I've been getting fucking grifted by some guy who thinks this is soccer? Um, Well, I know it's not soccer. Um, Miami, Hill, Waddle, 
Tua, clear cut, no question. You any questions on those three guys? None. I notice I said I did not say Tua's last name. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I I approve. Um, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, that stat was basically uh, that Chase was leading um, in yards left on the field. Like he yeah. was not getting everything that was blocked for him. Yeah. I I think that uh Jeff Wilson is all of a sudden the running back I prefer the Miami backfield. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um I feel like I should explain that. <laughs> Go on. I apologize to everyone. I've tried to find the scores from last the um, scoreboard from last week because I feel like it it caught me off guard on like, how much play Jeff Wilson got. Um, oh yeah, you knew they're going to plug him right in. That was the whole point yeah, of the acquisition. Wasn't I mean I know Mostert got a touchdown, so it's not. Yeah, Mostert still had touches, but. But yeah, they they brought him in because he already knows the system, and you go plug him in and and go one one fucking cut, stick your foot in the ground and uh, yeehaw. But do you know the carry difference? Uh-uh. Do you know Jeff Wilson got seventeen and Mostert got eight? Wow, uh, that that surprises me. And uh, they. And Jeff Wilson had two catches, and Mostert had four. Wilson received one more target than Mostert. That, wow. That, that, in my mind, tells me, like, that's one of those NFL stories where I'm like, Jeff Wilson could actually turn out to be one of those, like, league sort of uh, surprise starting running backs that really help you out down the stretch. Because that's game one with Jeff Wilson there, and he's doing that. Well, you could see as soon as McDaniel came in, he started getting guys that fit his system. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, they signed Mostert to a small deal. Would they bring the fullback over too? Yep. And and isn't Mostert <clears throat> 30? That sounds right. Yeah. Right. So, I, I mean, like, you know, I'm just saying. I'm and saying. the good news is, though, he's missed so much time that he's relatively uh, light on touches for the career. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, a lot of tread on those tires. They've been patched seven or eight times, but thick, thick, bushy tread. Thick, bushy tread. Fucking All right. <laughs> I, I, I usually don't like to find myself in <laughs> the midst of thick, bushy tread, but hey, to each their own. <laughs> and you're as fucked up as I am. It, you, just, you just roll with it, man. Um, So, like, I guess I guess what I'm saying is like Jeff Wilson to me is like so far going through all these teams he's the get for me. Yeah, he's got the most increased value in probably yeah. the last uh, three weeks. So I, unless I'm, you count Westbrook Ikeen, which you know I can't afford him. Yeah, um, not, not if you got somebody who's eliminated from the playoff and has ninety eight fob dollars to go fuck around with. Wait till you see the next claims I put in. <laughs> um then you got the Patriots and what if you got Harris and Ramondre you're grudgingly starting them that's about it. Oh, yeah, I'm starting I have uh, Ramondre in 20% and uh coming off the bye I had to put him back in my lineup. 
I didn't want to remove Singletary, but damn it, I'm deep there. Yeah, that would. Yeah. Um, the Jets. You know, Michael Carter's a flex. Garrett Wilson's a rookie. He has big games, so he's kind of like a flex too. Conklin is kind of like very up and down as the tight end. Um, that can can I can I stop talking about him? Yeah. Yeah, for God's sake, yes. All right, done with the Jets. Last place we're going out west. Let's go to some teams that have changed dramatically in the last few months as far as things. (laughs) (laughs) This is the fucking analysis that you can only get on Dynasty Road Trip. (laughs) You won't hear that shit from Joe Buck. <laughs> so, so here, let's let's uh. I gotta, I gotta get more pack s- another fucking bong. Hang on, <laughs> this is just <laughs> okay. Proceed. Okay, I mean, I suppose I can get more specific on the um, things than things. Yeah. I think you can only get more specific well, than things. I wanted to leave it open. You know? Oh, you well done, sir. Well, here, here, if I can, if I can tell you what actually happened to me, is the team that I looked at that I was going to talk about was Can't Arizona think. Cardinals. Ah, oh, yes. And I was about to start to justify um, why I like Colt McCoy more than Kyler. <laughs> which, which then my then then that made something in my brain go wrong. So what came out was just. Things. Things have happened. <laughs> so, but I do like, I will say, I will say, sir. Oh, do yeah, go on, sir. That the uh, Arizona um, Cardinals, um, they won. Uh, and I know it was the Rams, but still, like, um, DeAndre Hopkins had a good game. James Conner had a good game. And Colt McCoy had a good game. Rondell Moore had a good game. And they won. Um, I know it was the Rams that they still won on the road. And it just feels like Kyler Magic to me doesn't exist. Maybe maybe this is a okay, decent team, and Kyler's actually not the one who makes them great. They're maybe they're right. good in spite of him. Because I I can't stand the guy to be honest. You like definitely you got a you got a grudge against this guy. I do. It's rightfully so. There's some stuff going on behind the scenes. The teams don't put in that weird contract language for no reason. No, no, I'm with you there. I've yeah. never heard they never they never said Joe Flacco. You need to show mm-hmm. up at the at the film room this many hours. So oh. I, I I agree. I I just it's not. So that being said, I don't think I want if I'm going into the playoffs and I own Kyler Murray, I think I'm looking elsewhere. And I want to make I want to sh- uh in, in in the nasty, this just happened. The nasty, a 10-man half PPR dynasty featuring practice squad. Founded by Ron and Jonah in 2011. I absolutely love this trade. I think this is my favorite trade I've seen this year. And the nasty. Actually, across the board, 
of two teams that are like putting themselves in the spot where they're like, I have to do something. I'm going to go for it. Um, okay. Okay. So I appreciate that. Did you see the trade between uh, Taco Corp and uh, uh, Punch Drunk Mormons? In the next I'm episode? sure I did, but uh, refresh me. This was uh, a guy who owns Kyler Murray. Yes, yes. Uh, went and got Justin Fields. Ah. And a second round pick. Okay. For Kenneth and gave up Kenneth Walker. To uh, a team oh. as Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Um, okay. I like I like the move. So, um, you know, you're giving up a young top dynasty running back, but you're getting a potential top ten fantasy quarterback for a long time, and getting a second round pick. So, yeah, true. Um, I don't even remember why. Oh, my, th- we got here because uh, that being said, like th- that's a Kyler Murray owner. And and that's that's what he's that's what's in his head is like, no, I would rather give away a top running back and get Justin Fields than deal with this Kyler Murray situation anymore. I'm just impressed he didn't call him fucking Kyle Smith. Well, he he doesn't deserve to be. <laughs> no, he's Kyler Murray. I don't want him to get confused with anyone else. I don't like him. I'll remember that. Um, let's go to the Rams. <laughs> There is not one single player I'm going to start on the Rams for the rest of the season. Done. Fair. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so a lot of claims on Squaronic and uh, and 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 Van Jefferson. Yep. Like, yep. really? You yep. you want the three? In in an offense with no running back and an injured Matt Stafford at best. No, I'm going to tell you, I picked him up in a league for nothing. Skoranek. Well, shit. I picked him up before this. (laughs) I have him him in the nasty now, I believe. I think I did have him there. It's, I said, desperation smells bad, man. I... Yeah, I, he's my seventh wide receiver or something like that. I had a right. what happened to me is actually I didn't know the Khalil Herbert injury happened. So Tuesday night when I was looking at my waivers, I put Khalil Herbert on IR and had an empty spot. Oh. And I, I kind of panicked and was like, oh, Skoranek. Cause yeah, why not? That's what I did, too. I had an open injury spot and I had to yeah. re-release him. Yep. Two days later when that changed. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be that guy in two days that I'm like, it was never going to happen. Scrack. Yeah. I'm sorry. Brian Hartline. Yeah. Um, let's go to the 49ers. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little perspective on this. Uh, it's not good. I think Christian McCaffrey coming to the 49ers hurt everyone's value on that team, including Christian McCaffrey's a little bit. I don't know. I think he's the only one that really got a bump in value out of that. I, I will say he went from the only reason why I say that, like his chances of getting touchdowns are much higher. But with Elijah Mitchell back this week, it was clear that he's it's going to be a split backfield, which is fine. But we did have that taste of that one week. But but what I was more looking at is like. Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle and Debo Samuel. They just need a little bit less of those guys now than what they did before they got McCaffrey. Right. 
So for that purpose, I, I own Debo in a league, and I, I do not feel good about starting him right now, but you can't really? not. Oh, no, yeah. I feel fine starting him. I got a, I got a 40% own share, and if, if you're looking to deal him in any leagues we play, you ship him my way. Oh, I, I, you have to start him, but I think you'd be surprised if you saw what he's done number-wise recently. Like I said, I got 40% own share. It's okay. it's not all fucking sunshine, fucking tiny beagles, I mean, basset not, hounds with droopy eyelids looking all adorable. It's not awful. I mean, he's, his worst game of the season was last week at seven points. So all right, and didn't he get hurt in that game? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't think he completed the game. So okay, well that makes sense. Um, so I mean that being said, like you have to start Debo, you have to start Kittle. Um, maybe Ayuk's at a spot where you have to start him. Christian McCaffrey you have to start, and then you can say Elijah Mitchell is a guy that, um, if you had him on IR and stuff, you were. That was probably the best case scenario. Ninety yards rushing for him. Last yeah. Week. I think yeah, for probably, sure. That's probably the you got to be like okay, well he's not going to catch any passes. They're just going to rest McCaffrey down the stretch yep. and yep. Uh, make sure he's fresh for when they need him. Yep. Yeah, the red zone's the only place that'll be really interesting to see what he ends up doing there. Um, the Seahawks. I mean, I can't believe we're going into Week Eleven and Geno Smith is still relevant. Yeah, it's it's for real now in my yep. book. I've yep. seen I've seen two thirds of a season. Yep. So Gino, Metcalf, Lockett, and um, obviously Kenneth Walker. Love Kenneth Walker. Just I, I did I say it on the pod last week? I think I did. That did I claim him as rookie of the year? Like I set, believe you signed, did. Sealed, delivered. I, I stand by that. Um, think he's just phenomenal. So, um, you know, I was shocked that someone was able to figure out a way how to buy Kenneth Walker. Um, but Justin Fields in a two is a lot to give up for a running back. But, uh, yeah, I, I would have done that deal in a heartbeat. I love Walker. Uh, and that's Kendrith Walker. <laughs> Looking for Walker. Um, let's go to the Denver Broncos. Like, can't start the backfield. Can't start Russell Wilson. Jerry Judy's hurt. Like, Cortland Sutton, and that's it for me. And Sutton yeah. is... The only reason why I'm uh, – Cartland Sutton, why I'm still in on him um, is because the Broncos wide receivers actually have the easiest strength of schedule rest of the year for fantasy wide receivers. That's the only reason why I'm really in on Sutton. Everyone else I'm I'm done with, including watching them. Um, the Raiders? Do you love that? I love the Raiders. I mean, I'm a Broncos fan, but I'm also just an avid Josh McDaniels hater. Yeah, yeah, you got that going for you. Yeah, is, yeah. The fact that good. the fact that the Raiders were the second team to take on Josh McDaniels, and the fact that somehow they're worse than the future Denver Broncos, just brings me so much joy. Man, and they, it wasn't that they didn't try to help him out. Man, they. Yeah, well, they had that. Uh, they had that interim coach last year, uh, Edwin Rizzico, I believe. Uh, Mike Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I cannot remember that guy's name. There's some like Eddie Rizzo guy. Um, for the Raiders, Rudo. They, they they went to the playoffs, correct? I don't know. 
I think the Raiders went to the playoffs last year. Yeah, because the Chargers fucked it up, correct? Yeah. So like that like that's not good. Like like they went they're two and seven. Next, I recorded a drinks with Ron and I was like, Well, as long as there's no fucking tie later tonight, Pittsburgh's in the playoffs and you know, what are the odds of that? Yeah. That's crazy, and, isn't it? Yeah, if they would have just tied. That's crazy. I remember that now. Uh, so you got to start Devontae Adams, and you have to start Josh Jacobs, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Carr's even tough to play, man. Yeah, and Renfro's, the magic's gone, and Waller's out probably for Waller, the year. Waller, yeah. Don't bring Waller near me, neither. Yeah, I mean... You can you can pretend that everything's fine and put Foster Moreau in your lineup, but you're just lying <laughs> to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like snorting Adderall. Get the it fuck really out of here! It really is. Get the fuck out of here with that garbage. Um, the Chargers. Um, you know, Keenan Allen's been hurt. Mike Williams has been hurt. Um, <laughs> they're coming. No, back. no tight end to speak of. Now, Gerald Everett's like uh, up and down. Um, You know, he'll get you five catches a game. Uh, I actually, I actually traded for Gerald Everett for not much in a league just because I was like looking at the tight end landscape and saying, I literally went down and said, I want five catches a game. Yeah. And and there was equals Gerald Everett. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So it was like, he's like five for 40. Maybe a touchdown. I remember that trade and I didn't. I didn't want to shame you at the time, but I Gerald thought Everett it. Deal. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. I, I thought take it. That. That was, yeah. it was desperate times. That's that mm-hmm. league that has the tight end, uh, you know, inflated scoring. And, and that's why I didn't give you shit. Like point right. and a half a catch, like you said, five catches, that's seven and a half points just off receptions. I so was, if you get zero yards, you're, you're good. I was put in a bad spot, too. I had um, Irv Smith. Hmm. He went on R.I. R.I. Wow. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, the the test you got, like, do you smell toast? Um, Do you have a drooping on one side of your face? (laughs) Put him on R.I. That's fantastic. (laughs) Herb Smith going on R.I. R.I.V. Old Irv Schmidt. I-R-V Smith. Uh, yes. That's probably what happened to me. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. And then I had, then I have Noah Fant, who, you know, you can't this should be a This should be a Rhode Island exemption. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up with, with J-Dog, old Gerald Everett there, and it's, it's the best I could do in this situation. Jerry, friend of the yeah. pod. Um. My man. So I don't, I mean, when Mike Williams or Keenan Allen come back, they're the number one target right away. Palmer's been taking the reins. I like him. Uh, I don't think Keenan, I think Keenan Allen is now done. Like not just for this year, but I think we might be on the other end of Keenan Allen's career. Um, So I do like Palmer. I like him rest of the season, but if both those guys come back, I probably got to move Palmer down, and maybe Mike Williams is my favorite wide receiver of the. You know how much I like Palmer. I put in a trade offer for him, and before 
the guy was able to review it, I pulled it back. <laughs> like, that's how much I like him. I, ah. I kind of want him on my team, but then I was like, oh, I can't give that up for, for him. Yeah. I do like Palmer as well, but I do think right now his value is probably Peaked. pretty high. Yeah. He's he's looked really good in terms of targets, yeah. but yeah. it's like I couldn't I couldn't give up anything of value. I had to pull it back. We'll end our road trip here. Uh, cl- clearly, I am doing well um, with the Kansas City Chiefs because I think it's a fitting place to end because honestly, one of the league's top scoring teams is so hard to predict fantasy football wise. So we talked about this. The backfield is a mess. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is just out of the picture entirely. Yeah. Wow. That that was abrupt. It was very abrupt. And I, I watched an, a football show just talking about, like, has has this, like, fancy football, has this ever happened where a running back who doesn't get injured starts out the season as a top, like, 10 fantasy running back and then is Benched without injury by like six, seven weeks later. It feels like it feels like people bounce in and out of that top echelon all the time now, though. It's like it's, you have three good weeks and you're that guy. And if you yeah, don't keep like, it up, it's like, yeah, you know, Benjamin. Yeah, but like he's not even he's not even like he's not even on the field, really. It's so strange. And Pacheco's, yeah. Pacheco's like, I mean, I'll say this. I'll say this with some snappy attitude because everyone's talking about him. To me, Isaac Pacheco ain't all that and a bag of chips. No Agreed. No That's sir. always been a hype train deal. Right? Like, like, oh, he's taking it. Well, actually, Jerk McKinnon is the one who's kind of taking it, and that's not going to last very long. So I, I'm completely out on the Chiefs' backfield. I don't want to lose a playoff game because I was guessing between Jerk McKinnon and Isaac Pacheco. Well, it kills me though because Clyde was still scoring. I know upwards of ten plus points a game. Oh, I know. And You're then just like no touches. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so strange. <laughs> um, and then at the, and at the tight end, obviously, uh, what's his name, Mr. Kelsey. Oh yeah, that guy. I think he's looks like he could be a good upcoming tight end. The um, reason we have practice squads in the nasty. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. Son of a bitch. I missed out on 12 years of that. Yeah, well, I missed out on Tyree killed the same way. Uh, um, but that being said, then, well, let's go to the wide receiver position there. You know, right now, you've got to say Kadarius Tony is the guy that you want, but nothing's been proven yet. He had a really good game. That's it. I need to no, see two. But it looks like they want to feature him, and that's – really enough in this climate yep absolutely i absolutely agree like they want to get him the ball i'm oh i'm good with that give me a guy they want to throw to even if they can't do it right right no i agree um so that's that's all the way through and i guess if i'm gonna sum this up as a whole um really in a nutshell it's the it's the good teams that you want the players for mostly is that correct like if i'm going through and i'm looking at divisions i'm being like i want guys from tampa i want some guys from tennessee i want some guys from minnesota 
basically, there's only a handful of offenses scoring points. That's true. And, and so anything else you're trying to do in the market in the margins. Holy yeah, shit. You're welcome. Have some. <laughs> you contagious son of a whore. <laughs> <laughs>